Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our special guests are Susan Davidson and Dana Pavlock. And we'll be chatting about preventing elder abuse. Well, good morning, Susan Davidson. Good morning. And good morning, Dana Pavlock. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Uh, our pleasure. Um, this They're is, radio professionals. Well, it's more than I can say for myself. I just wanted to jump in there with that little tidbit. Anyway, <laughs> go right very, ahead, This is a very, uh, actually, this is a very serious topic, elder it is. abuse. And um, maybe we should define it first before we get on with it. So, Susan, how would you define elder abuse? Um, elder abuse comes in many forms, uh, financial, uh, sexual, physical, uh, neglect, and and mostly it is perpetrated by family members. It's underreported because the uh, senior doesn't necessarily want to send a family member to jail or tell anybody what really is going on. And it's a possibility, uh, Dana, that the senior also may have a, a touch of Alzheimer's or other dementia and not realize they're they're being abused, especially you know, by having their bank accounts emptied. Oh, absolutely! It you know, it varies. Uh, you know, some as people are aging, uh, they become more frail and vulnerable. Um, and whether it be a family member or people from the community that uh, you know take advantage of that, um, it can happen at any age. You know, from early you know sixty and up, really. Well, you know, my initial reaction is that this is sad, but it's also despicable. I mean, many cultures around the world venerate their elders, they respect their elders, they care for their elders. Um, you know, uh, many of us grew up in households where, you know, either grandma or Multi-generational. grandpa. Multi-generational. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the Waltons, grandma or grandpa lived with them. Uh, how did we end up, uh, Susan, uh, in this kind of situation? I, I wish I knew. Because That's a big sociology <laughs> yeah. question, isn't it? Well, part of it has to be because people are living longer. I mean, I'm just going to make the, you know, a common sense logically, but the professionals are here to help us understand this topic and find out why and how to prevent. I I think that it's magnified now. I mean, obviously, as the aging population is increasing drastically, more and more issues are coming up uh, regarding elder abuse. And I think uh, society, when you mentioned sociologically uh, speaking, um, you know, the family unit has changed over the years. I mean, there are family members and uh, immediate family members that no longer live at home or near in the communities that they, you know, nearby their families. And well, so there's, out. they're much yeah. more, uh, seniors are much more isolated, uh, being taken care of by maybe one family member or, uh, you know, uh, a neighbor. Or yeah. assisted living. Yeah. yeah. Assisted living sure. facilities. Yeah. So you both are, um, are involved with organizations that uh, combat elder abuse. Uh, Susan Davidson, what organization uh, are you involved with? Okay, actually, neither of our organizations combat. Oh, no? El- no, we're okay. just advocates. And well, all right. Then, then, yeah, well, um, my organization, yeah. it's Friends of Seniors <coughs> of Dutchess County. Okay. And we provide a basic support service to the older adult community in Dutchess County and in the form of non-emergency medical transportation, grocery shopping, visiting, respite for primary caregivers, and telephone reassurance. Well, that's quite a bit. Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, they have a niche that they are you're helping right. to fill a gap where maybe the family can't can't fill and then to other agencies or other more organ more structured situations like assisted living or, or whatever well this is very or true at home 
people who want to stay at home longer. They, I mean, they that, do I, get to stay at home longer. With our, even though our our support system is a basic system, you know, we don't we're not aides or you know we don't do windows or right, anything right, like right, that. Yeah. But um, be, they get to stay. They get to their doctors. A lot of people um, raise their families here in Dutchess County. They paid taxes to Dutchess County. They are the backbone of this community. But when their kids grew up, they went to college, they got married, they didn't come back. So the parents are still here. Right. So we're here as the backup plan. And we do get them to the doctors and we do get them groceries. And there's a lot of services in Dutchess County anyway, you know, through Dutchess County Office for the Aging. Yes. That um, Meals on Wheels, there's various groups around. So we all kind of work together, you know, to to help support the office. Well, let's, let's get the contact information right. out ASAP and we're, we're going to be repeating it throughout the broadcast. So get a people. pencil and paper folks so if people want to know more about your organization Susan Davidson is there a website? There is a website it's friends of seniors all lowercase all one word dot biz b as in boy i z as in zebra. That's friends of seniors dot biz b i z and as we said, get a pencil and paper, and we'll repeat that uh, probably in the second half of the show at least 12 times. At and least. Dana, Dana Pavlock, uh, what organization are you with? Um, I work for a company called Evercare. All right, and what do they do? Evercare is a, a, a private, similar to uh, Susan's, a private not-for-profit organization. Uh, we both have the same goal, basically, is to provide and coordinate services to keep people safe at home and to avoid institutional placement. Um, and, you know, it, by, by doing that, you know, we have, uh, you know, the the what we what we provide is a certified home health care. So we have also known as a CHA, where we provide skilled nursing and therapy services on a short-term basis through commercial insurance or Medicare. Usually when people are getting discharged from a facility or a hospital or rehab and need help at home because they're homebound, we can provide and coordinate those services on a short-term basis. And uh, that, that service is, uh, we service Rockland Orange and Dutchess County. We also have a Medicaid um, Managed Long-Term Care Plan, an MLTCP, uh, which is a managed uh, plan where we, it's an insurance plan where we coordinate the care and services for people that are living, uh, you know, at home and you know, basically avoiding uh, institutional. Placement. I have a very quick question, just for our listeners who may not be aware, just very quickly, briefly, define the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. Okay. Yeah, Medicare is basically a benefit that, you know, when you turn 65 or you're disabled, you are eligible for Medicare. This is a good question because um, Medicaid is basically income-driven. It's based on your, rev- your revenue. Uh, people qualify based on their uh, income and Of, of all ages. People of, of all ages. ages. Right. Yeah. And uh, and it's a good question because a lot of times what happens with uh, when we go out, we, we go out and do education. We were at Red Hook Seniors not too long ago. Actually, a few times. They're a great group. Right. Um, but we, uh, we go out and we present because so many people in the community don't know how to access home care services. You know, they, they say, oh, yeah, I need help, but I, don't, I have Medicare and I don't I make too much money. I've never qualified for Medicaid and those services when it's not really true anymore because there's avenues that people can take to setting up pool trust so they can get help at home. So where is there a contact number for people that are not going to go online, don't want to go online to research or, this or, data? But people do want to go online. Evercare may have a separate email address. Well, that's yeah. that's my thing, though. Is there another con- way to contact you rather than online sure. at Evercare if you need general information? Yep. I would say um, call 845-569-0500. Ask for me. My name is Dana Pavlock. 
ask the most important thing. I always uh, my nurse isn't here, but Jennifer Gronowski in Dutchess County uh, is our outreach liaison, and she coordinates all the services for people getting services. So, so she's a, a, let us have that phone number yeah, one more time. Yeah. Let's repeat that eight four five five six nine zero five zero zero. And is there a website for Evercare? Uh, www.evercare.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll repeat both those websites and all that contact information in the second half of the show. And one other one other service we provide, though, yes. I wanted to mention, we have a social day program, which I did not want to leave out. Yep. Um, it's in Newburgh, and a social day is a, a service where people can come. Uh, it's not a medical day program, social. So people that uh, need, you know, want to re- you know, uh, not isolate and want to develop friendships, socialize. Like fellowship. Yeah, they can go on a private pay basis or through Medicare plans, they actually come to those. Oh, my uh, goodness. So, and, but and you, s- for- you mentioned Ulster County then. So are you multi-county ever No, care? Rockland, what? Orange, and Dutchess County. Okay. Okay. So getting back to the issue of uh, elder abuse, uh, which, uh, Susan, you define not just as a physical violent act, but also it could be financial, it could be psychological. How do we how do people find out about this and what options are there to prevent this kind of thing from happening? The options are vigilance. For one, if people are, you know, looking out for a senior citizen, say there's, they don't, they still live in their own home and they're alone, maybe neighbors can uh, assist them. I, you know, they can report things. We do, if we see something untoward happening, you know, we'll go to Adult Protective Services, Dutchess County Adult Protective Services, or Dutchess County Office for the Aging. So reporting is very important. Be kind to the person who's being abused because they don't really want to talk about it. Right. So that's a few of the things, Dana. Yeah, I'd say the best thing to do is, you know, take this number down and uh, make a phone call to Susan's uh, uh, office, 485-1277, register for the conference. That's 845. Yep, 845-485-1277, or you can register by email at weead, it's W-E-A-A-D, 2017, okay. at evercare.org. Well, what conference, what we conference are we chatting about here? This is the ninth Annual World uh, Elder Abuse Awareness Day conference. And I have to tell you how this started. This is the ninth annual conference on uh, World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. And um, the uh, theme is Lights, Camera, Action Against Elder Abuse. How Susan and I got involved this year in we're doing gonna this. We're going to come back to that. Oh, okay. We're just going to hit the treetops with that. And in the second segment, we're going to chat about it. Right. But there is a conference to learn more about elder abuse okay. on June 16th. It's and a it's Friday. held. It's held where? At, At the Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie Elks, Elks Lodge. Which is in the heart of Poughkeepsie, New York. And there's going to be a lot of information and some entertainment there. And we're going to find out more about it in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the ever-young Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guests today, Dana Pavlik and Susan Davidson, we're talking about preventing elder abuse and the various services that uh, are available to senior citizens. And Sarah, who keeps us young and lively by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewsteries, Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, King Durhook, Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. 
After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary. And I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebosser. Well, good morning, Sarah O'Connell. Well, good morning, Jonah. And today we're talking to Susan Davidson from Friends of Seniors and to Dana Pavlock, who is with EverCare. And we're chatting about um, a pretty serious topic, elder abuse. And what we are really here to get the word out is about a conference, which will be June 16 in Poughkeepsie at the Elks Lodge. And Dana, tell us a little bit more about what to expect. Okay. Um, The conference uh, is happening uh, 8.30 to 1 o'clock that day. Um, We have as a keynote speaker Arlene McCarran, who's the Chief Elder Abuse Unit uh, from Nassau uh, County District Attorney's Office. She was a a keynote speaker last year and did a fabulous job. Uh, She's coming back. Senator Sue Serino will be there, Mark Malinaro. Uh, we have uh, Jaron Tolley. Dutchess County Executive. Yep. So you brought out all the big guns, yeah. I yeah. see. And we have okay. uh, Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Force from uh, Mount St. Mary's College. He's a uh, gerontologist. He's going to run a panel discussion uh, as well. Those and, are uh, always very really... interesting. So it's not all presentational. No, it's not all presentation. It's, it's interactive. And yep. how long have you been doing this conference? It's an annual conference, yeah. right? So, so, so what happened was, I, I got to tell the story because this is I the most Ms. important I see Miss Susan thing. is smiling yeah. from ear <laughs> so to ear. What happened, another organization used to run this conference, and they had a funding. Are they going to uh, remain nameless? Uh, yes. That's okay. They had uh, Their funding was cut um, last year, and they made an announcement in January that they were not going to be able to continue this conference. Susan and I were on the Coalition Sadly. of Elder Abuse, and we were basically passionate about this and we're thinking the most important thing is to spread awareness uh, and let people know what ha- what's happening how serious it is and what they can do to you know, do about it so uh, Susan said do you think we can do it 
and we you know we fed that was February 2nd by the end of March we had the whole foundation everything set up for this conference and uh, and actually as of today after done, just promoting done it done. for uh, a month <laughs> we have 200 people registered you guys are movers and shakers well the, I, uh, I know I've heard Susan present and speak before so I had no doubt about that but good for you Dana so and you have a, room for some more people we have room yeah. for more people but let Let's me tell let me let me keep on telling you what's the most yeah. important thing besides okay. the fact that we're spreading light you know shedding light and cameras and awareness and you know they focus again is what people can do for to protect themselves you know how to take action we're trying to get more people involved about it um with that to do this conference we had to get sponsors um to Mm -hmm. help pay for the conference and what we decided to do this year um is the the net proceeds of this conference uh that whatever's left over is going to be donated to grace smith house and to the uh, center for crime victims and support and the grace smith house is a, a refuge for Women suffering from domestic abuse. It's, yeah. Yes, it's just a, not will, women, but they also. We asked the county when we right? donated the they money. They, they serve elderly. Anyone? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And right. that is that part of what we're doing too. Is we're trying to spread the word because Grace Smith House is recognized as being a refuge for women, you know, and children who suffer from domestic violence. But it isn't just about the women. You know, they're senior men. They're senior women. It's a more expansive program than maybe. People are aware of because I think originally it was about more uh, women oriented, and they they do have a a 24 hour hotline. Yes, they do. Numbers. It's it's an extraordinary uh, operation. So this would be very helpful to a senior who is afraid to report anything that they could call. You mean for Grace Smith House? Well, look it up on Google. They've got a wonderful website. So the big event coming up is the 9th Annual World Elder Abuse Awareness Day, Friday, June 16th, the Poughkeepsie Elks Lodge, 29 Overrocker Road in Poughkeepsie. Registration starts at 8.30 in the morning. The full program from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. features uh, Arlene Markarian, uh, Chief of the Elder Abuse Unit, the Nassau County District Attorney's Office, New York State Su- Senator Sue Serino, Dutchess County Executive Mark Molinaro, Dr. Lawrence Forrest, a recognized and respected gerontologist, and Mitchell Rubin, the Chief Medical Officer of Medic of Evercare, uh, where Dana Pavlock hangs his hat. And uh, we also have with us in the studio Susan Davidson. So, uh, Susan, let's get back to elder abuse. For those who may have joined us late, give us a, a, a rundown of what is elder abuse and, and how it can be recognized. Um, elder abuse comes in many forms, uh, physical, sexual, psychological, neglect, and financial. And uh, if, if people suspect this, what should they do about it? Should they intervene themselves or call on the authorities? What's best? Well, you know, I, it's hard to say what would be that you don't want to bring in the authorities right away, I, I wouldn't think. But I would say that uh, there's safety in numbers. So as I had mentioned before about neighbors with isolated seniors, to keep a watch on people, ask them questions, uh, uh, see what, where the caregivers are at, if there's caregivers around, if they need any kind of support. And, um, you know, if necessary, do report it. Then you but, take the next step. Right. But I think the word that you used before, Susan, that we were talking about that was very compelling to me was be vigilant. Mm-hmm. So when you're interacting with your more senior person who does become more dependent on just running errands or, you know, doesn't drive anymore, but is still very vital. You know that kind of thing. It, 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 would that be a good a good yeah, explanation? Yeah, that or? is a good explanation. Thank you. Okay. 
So uh, let me talk to you, uh, Susan Davidson, about a, a, a rather personal situation. When my father was suffering de- from dementia, he used to complain to me, Your sister is stealing me blind. She's stealing me blind. I've got no money. She's stealing me blind. Of course, my sister had everything accounted for to the penny. She was his power of attorney because she lived near him, and she was handling all his bills. How do we separate the fact from the fantasy, especially on a dementia case? When, when you're close to a situation and you know what the truth is and, and how it's working out, and you also know that the person could be in the early stages of dementia or the mid-stages or even, you know, uh, Alzheimer's, you, you know, you do have a basic understanding of that. And I, and I know what you're talking about because my grandfather did the same thing with my right. grandmother, right. you know, and uh, said that she died and she was the one that was paying for the gas while he's sitting in the car (laughs) waiting for her to come back oh boy so you 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 know you have to know what you're dealing with i think that people who are abused that keep to themselves it is better for um the people around them to try to stay as close to them as possible but i think that when you're really close to a situation as you and your sister were with your dad that you knew what the truth was that you know your sister wasn't stealing money from right. your dad so it's just kind of obvious and they do tend to go in and out uh, sometimes with dementia yeah. what is happen in our family is they'll go in and out of the re- the real world and and w- what's really happening and what what is their own reality basically and it, it can be challenging it's it very tough but, and too. Jonah and I will both share with you that we both have your mother-in-law is in assisted living and my yeah. mother is in assisted living yeah. now and it it's it is I think staying in and out of their lives and things like that is Although um, my mother-in-law's just place full time it's like a cruise ship without the water it, that's what you God, always say you Want, every time events. you visit, he, he wants to move in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, d- let's so, let's remind yeah. people about the great organizations you both uh, right. work with, uh, Dana Pavlock. Again, let's tell us a little bit about Evercare from those who may have joined us late. Sure. Uh, Evercare is uh, a not-for-profit uh, home health care company, really, that provides uh, both short-term and long-term care services for people that need help uh, with nursing therapy, uh, coordination of care uh, to basically you know, stay at home, safely at home, and avoid institutional placement. And we have a social day program. That's a whole uh, show in itself. It right. um, it's it. like, you know, we'll again, have people, you back. Yeah, people that when they need home care, the most thing they should just get on the phone and call us 569-0500 and ask a question. That's 845. Because your doctors are least likely to uh, make a referral for home care when someone is eligible and needs so give it. Us the, oh, give okay. us phone number again, 845. 845-569-0500. But can I get back to the reporting? Yeah. Yes. There's a couple well, things I want to get back to if I can. Sure. Okay. First, you know, the common sense thing is if you see something, serious like a, a physical abuse sexual abuse, you get you call 911 and you call the police and you when get it's you, a you serious immediately situation, yeah. if uh the other thing is you suspect call uh, adult protective services make a report whether you know err on the side of caution if you see something or feel that there might be something happening make the report and let adult protective services investigate um those are uh two of the things the other the other part is that i want to mention about the conference and I, I have to mention this because we would not be able to do this conference if it weren't for the sponsors now we have 25 sponsors i'm not going to mention them all right but the people who generated uh you know were gold level and above sponsors uh atria senior living is a diamond sponsor hudson valley federal credit union and uh wingate Healthcare have been repeated uh sponsors year after year at a platinum level accent care brain air Community Home Care, uh, McCabe and Mac, and the Avalon are uh, the major sponsors of this right. event. 
And the minute we have left, uh, Susan Davidson, give us the contact information for your organization again. Sure. It's Friends of Seniors of Dutchess County. Telephone number is 845-485-1277. And invite us to your great event coming up on Friday, June 16th. Dana, give us all the details. The, uh, register by calling 845-485-1277 or email weaad2017 at evercare.org. And do not wait till June 15th to register because we're already at 200. We're going to, in the next two weeks, we'll be out of room. Okay. So if you're interested, so, call now. Uh, Dana Pavlock and Susan Davidson, thank you for everything you do to protect seniors and help them. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thanks for having right, thanks us. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure. And Susan and Sarah, who do we have to thank for bringing us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.